Come out, come out wherever you are. I know, I know you're not very far. How I wish It's all fun and games until someone ends up dead. This week on The Swearwolves, we are discussing two movies about games gone horribly wrong. 1959's The House on Haunted Hill and 2019's Ready or Not. Come out, come out wherever you are. Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. <laughs> Boy, don't sound so enthusiastic. So, so, so well, it's, so like, tired. it's like two o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> two o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> He's delirious, folks. He's mm, been up all day. Punch drunk. <laughs> working. He's a working man. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a desk job like us slackers mm-hmm. do. Us pencil pushers. <laughs> Who had the day off. <laughs> and, and, and I don't use a pencil. Yeah, neither do I. I use a pen usually. Um, welcome back, guys. How's it going? Good. I'm Pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, I drove up here. Uh, I was listening to. Um, it's kind of movie related. I was. You guys ever heard the Budos band? Uh-uh. Yes, that sounds very familiar. So they do like it's like a jazz beat, like or like a jazz. Um, like they're kind of throwback. Like they yeah. sound like music, like in like a '70s cop film or something. That's cool. Like I was driving up here listening to that. It was pretty dope. So that's cool. Yeah. They've been around a while. That that's that was like the highlight of my day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I worked like super hard today, and I was like driving up here. Like I was. I, yeah, I did not work hard at all. I yeah. did, I took the day off, and I just recorded music all day. It's yeah. pretty pretty cool. I uh, I didn't work today either. Yeah, but I did listen to the Howard Stern show on my way up. Yeah, so there you go. It was old episode. He's on break. He's always on break. We're all very productive today. What a fucking gig that guy's got well i mean obviously oh, he Stern? worked really hard oh, yeah, yeah. for 40 years yeah. to get the gig that he has oh, yeah. but now the gig that he has is pretty much uh record three days a week his show i've always liked his voice you know his voice has changed over time yeah um and it comes from it's still identifiable yes but it comes from him listening to himself probably over and over again mm-hmm. and i've noticed i don't know if you've done this like i haven't gone back to any of our early episodes in a long time but i bet you our cadence and yeah, the way that changed. we talk it's changed oh. but also it comes to nerves like he he's talking about like how back in like the 80s he had a very like high pitched voice right. but that's because he was nervous right. now he's so confident he had, now he's got the deep voice yeah and he's got that yeah. high oh i'm howard oh, Stern. Hey he's, and he's and you yeah. know you know he's high from time to time too he's got to be you know <laughs> i no he doesn't do that anymore he doesn't do that anymore oh, okay he stopped hey good yeah. for him um, well, actually, I don't think he ever smoked weed no. uh, on a regular basis. Maybe something. Anyway. Yeah. Or he probably drinks. But no. Yeah. No, no, he's drink. like... He's Stone like, cold sober? 
he is a very what was his drug of choice when he did though uh, like vodka bo- cranberry. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like drugs. So he was, like, so he was like, a like the booger sugar. No, 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 no. He was not a- that I know of. <laughs> um, but he is a very like. He was a smart. He's a smart dude. Like he didn't. He never overdid it. He's very neurotic. Yeah. Like he's a germaphobe. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's also uh, uh, written about this, but his um, uh, what's that called when you have to touch a doorknob? Oh, like OCD. Yeah, he's very OCD. Right. Um, but he's had to go to therapy. Like he goes to therapy like three times a week. Huh. <laughs> um, so anyway, regardless of all that, yes, he is very confident now and he has a very good, and he's also changed as a person. It's kind of has like a monotone. Yeah. He voice. seems like a better person now. Yeah. Like he's in a good place. He no longer throws baloney at right. strippers asses <laughs> or he doesn't call mentally challenged people. Yeah. R word. Um, I think him and Kathy Lee Gifford reconciled too. They did. And nice. he's reconciled with Ellen and with uh, Rosie O'Donnell Oprah. and with Chevy Chase. Oprah, he still hasn't had on the show, but I think he would. Um, the only person he never got a chance to reconcile with, and I don't know if he would, although there was talks of him having him on the show, was Don Imus. Oh, yeah, before he died. Um, he died. And then Imus died. But Imus retired. And after he retired, a, a while after that, they, they had asked him, like, would you have him on the show? And he's like, I'd have him on the show. And then I guess Gary was working on it and it just never came to fruition. Yeah. Because he died, right? Yeah. That was around when he died. When they, were trying to, they were trying to get him on there. Yeah, probably. Um, that's your Howard Stern update for today. <laughs> 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 nice. But he's on vacation. So they've just been playing like greatest hits uh, stuff. And, and some of the stuff has been pretty funny. So, um, but I've heard it all before, so it's like I know what's <laughs> happening and I know what's going to happen. He finishes so, sentences, pretty much, because <laughs> uh, I'm like ridiculously. I I I go through spurts where I get really fascinated and I listen like hardcore. Yeah. And I'll go back and listen to a bunch of old shows, and then I'll get bored, or I'll get burnt out. Anyway, you cool. guys want to talk about some horror movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, David, you picked a couple of horror movies this uh, week. Uh, why don't you tell us what you picked first? Um, so I picked uh, the original House on Haunted Hill with uh, Vincent Price. And I mainly picked that one because we, I mean, we're almost 100 episodes in now. And we have not reviewed a Vincent Price film. So I felt long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of torn between either this or House of Wax. Spoiler, we'll, we'll do that one at some point house of uh, wax yeah, yeah. um but then I, I was thinking about movies that have come out recently and uh a movie that i've been wanting to see and hadn't seen until just a couple nights ago uh, was ready or not and i felt like those two paired well because they have kind of a similar type of theme mm-hmm. in that there's a celebration of sorts or a party a gathering a game a game and yeah and things take an interesting turn in both of them yeah so uh let's talk about house on haunted hill first um this movie came out in 1959, as David said. Uh, Vincent Price stars in it. Uh, Alan, had you seen this movie before? No, I have not. Uh-uh. But I've known about it. It's it's regarded as a classic. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what we think about it. But it's very recognizable. And obviously, you have Vincent Price. Everybody recognizes him. Um, but I had, I had not seen this one, no. Hmm. Yeah, what about you, David? Yeah, I had seen this movie uh, several times. Now, I think I'd seen the remake. I've seen the remake. Oh, okay. I've seen the remake. But I don't even remember it. So uh, Jeffrey Rush? I, all I remember is... Is Catherine Zeta-Jones in it? No, I think that's the haunting remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I think, know. Maybe she's in both. I don't know. I think it's in. I think it's from 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think around I, there. I think it's Jeffrey Rush. And yeah, I think maybe. Chris Kattan is in it. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember, I do remember it. That. And I didn't remember it. 
and I'd never seen this film. Yeah. Uh, the original. Hmm. So I was actually quite excited. I'm going to show my like fucking. Uh, you show your, your cards, your hand. Yeah. Uh, I have never seen a movie with Vincent Price in it. Wow. I to be honest, I haven't seen very many. Yeah. 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 And he's like regarded as like this great horror icon. Yeah. Uh, uh, actor like on the level of like Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, who all just recently had birthdays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all passed away, but. Um, Christopher I, Lee's dead, right? I can't yeah. remember. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Two of them were born on the same Two day. And then the other one's like a day, a day later. later. It's like right. May 28th and May 29th. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So they all had uh, their birthdays recently. Um, I, so. I feel kind of bad because I didn't pick House of Wax. Um, Alan, have you seen House of Wax? Yeah. All right. Okay. Never mind. I don't feel bad now. But, it, but it's, got, it's got Charles Bronson in it. But it's it's been a long time, though. But yeah. I've seen the Bronson's remake with Paris Hilton. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I like going back, I, I, you know, I've said this, uh, with the episode that, uh, Alan did, uh, well, a couple episodes that Alan did where I'm like, I I like when Alan picks certain movies because it forces me to watch movies that I wouldn't have watched or heard of, but I like when we pick also classic movies because it forces me to watch movies that I've always been meaning to watch. And I never, like, sometimes, I don't know if you guys get this, but sometimes, like, I have to be in a mood mm-hmm. to watch a oh, movie. Oh, definitely. Mm. There's certain movies I can watch anytime. Like, I could put the fucking Sandlot on and just watch the <laughs> shit out of that movie, Hell yeah. right? At any time. Yeah. Um, and I could fall asleep to it, and I could just wake up and be like, oh, yeah, this is great. But uh, a movie like House on Haunted Hill, it's like, I would have to, like, really go, okay, I'm going to be in the mood for this. But now this forces me. Like, I have to be in the mood to do it because I got to talk about it. Right. Yep. So I appreciate that when we do these classic movies. And I'd like to do a lot more of these classic uh, movies, especially the ones that I haven't seen and I should see. I watched the colorized version of this movie. <laughs> I had a choice between black and white and colorized. And I'm like, I'm going to watch the colorized. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it gives us the same. I almost did because I've only seen the black and white. Uh, yeah. But I went black and white again. I watched it in black and white. Yeah, Turner... Owned a, or bought a lot of these movies. I think this movie is actually public domain. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. You're right. It is. And Ted Turner's company <laughs> back in the day colorized a lot of these old black and white movies. And I always like, how did the fuck did they do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's you, funny whenever we mention Ted Turner, I can't help but think of Jim Carrey from In Living Color. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ted Turner. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, the movie centers around this haunted. Well, okay. <laughs> the house on a hill. A house. It's a haunted. haunted hill. Um, it centers around this house that I don't know. We're we're introduced to two characters right away. We're introduced to uh, Vincent Price's character, who's a floating head, telling, and then I did this or whatever. <laughs> and then, there, but before that, there's this other character who's telling us about like he's the happened. owner of the house. Yeah, he's the owner of the house, and he's telling about what happened, and, like. So, there were like murders there and his brother was killed and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And the it house is kinda, haunted. Yeah. He thinks the house is haunted. And, and he's, uh, he's like a drunk, right? Uh, yes. yes. That's the drunk guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the owner of the house. And then Vincent Price is like this rich playboy and he's uh, got on his third wife and his wife thinks it would be a good idea to have this party. Yeah. It's her birthday, right? I think so. Some, yeah, some... Some, I can't remember. Some kind of event. I think it was a birthday. Speaking of birthdays. Oh. Yes. This week is your birthday. Oh. <laughs> when this episode comes out? That's correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're recording this in the past. June 14th, yes. Yeah. But uh, so Alan and I actually got you something. Oh, you guys are f- 
fucking dicks. That's true. Dicks. You, get me. you are what you eat. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! That was awesome. Fuck. Well, I like a ninja me. star. It was. Yeah, that was pretty good. It says Brett. It's a card. Brett. Uh, it's got a picture of me and Brett the Hitman Hart. Stud, and it says Happy Birthday, you old bastard. Oh, <laughs> that's an eight. <laughs> uh, Fifty dollars to Mondo. Thank you guys. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Uh, that ship has sailed. Fuck you. <laughs> Still a young stud. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Hey, you're welcome, man. It. Happy birthday. Thank you. What's on Mondo you're going to buy? I don't know. I got to look. Oh, you haven't been looking? No, I haven't been. I'll find something. Good. There'll be something that's probably $50. <laughs> yeah, let's get that. There you go. It's a good plan. The first thing I see that's $50 I'll buy. But you thank go. you guys very much. I appreciate yeah, you're it. You're welcome, yeah. man. Um, I was not expecting that. Oh, come on. I wasn't. Eh. I didn't. I don't. I'm not like thinking like about my birthday like a lot lately. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's because I'm older. Like the other day I thought about it because I was like, when's Father's Day? And I was trying to think when Father's Day was this year. Yeah. Um, Outside of like Christmas and Halloween and Thanksgiving, like I really don't remember stuff. Uh. Vincent Price has a very like uh, Disney haunted mansion voice. Right. Like it's almost like they were trying to impersonate Vincent Price <laughs> when they made that ride. But I think that I don't know if that ride came first or uh, the ride's nineteen sixty nine. Is uh, it? Was yeah. it only sixty nine? Yeah, it didn't come out till then. Yeah, so I think it borrowed heavily from it's Paul Freese yeah. who does yeah. the voice. For but it's the ghost very toast. like yeah. yeah to the haunted mansion. Well. I thought I thought it was like fifty nine. Nope. When did Disneyland open? Fifty five. Yeah, fifty five. Yeah, I was in the fifties. Something like that. <laughs> I think they were planning that ride for a long time. Yeah, though. that light, that ride was in the works for a very long time. It's my favorite. It's my favorite too. I love it. I'll ride it like twice a day yep. every day that I'm there. Do you like the Nightmare Before Christmas one or the original? I prefer the original, but yeah. I still like the Nightmare Before Christmas, but I think, I'm all about the original. I think when I ride the Nightmare Before Christmas version, I miss the original. And when I ride the original, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I like the Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. one too. <laughs> but I like the original, I think, if I had my choice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so these heads are floating. And then they're telling us about the stuff. So Vincent Price is married. He's like a playboy. And he's married to some chick. And so she wants to have this party, but apparently, like Vincent Price is like, "Yeah, we got a party." He's really bad at planning parties. <laughs> We're gonna invite a bunch of people you don't know. Yeah, happy birthday! Um, so she's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Uh, she's like, "But I'm not going." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna stay in my room. Yeah. Uh, basic premise. Okay, a uh, bunch of people come to this house. Some haunted shit starts happening. Yeah, Vincent Price and his wife hate each other. That's important to yeah. know. Yeah, and he is, believes that uh, they're always talking shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they do it in a very entertaining way. But can I just tell you something about this wife? She came out the first time we saw her, and I go, and I said this out loud to my wife. I go, va 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 voom. <laughs> like she was, like, <laughs> she was. You were in your house, and you heard Alan say meow from yeah. his house. She yeah. was dressed uh, very provocatively for 1959. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she was, she was, uh, she was a hot little number. Yeah. I like when he walks in, he's like, hey, honey, is your face on yet? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. She, she died in 2002. She, or he was a dick, but she was kind of a dick right back to him. Mm -hmm. Like they were always like, at first I thought it was playful banter, but then I got to realize that he didn't trust her. No, he was convinced that she was trying to kill him and that she was a cheat. Yep. And she hated him. 
but she was always like, I'm not going to do anything to you. Like, just chill out. Like, nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. So all these people show up. None of them know each other. And and the deal was, if they could spend the night in the house, he would give them $10,000 each. Now, in 1959, $10,000 is like $1.17 billion <laughs> today. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's the conversion. It was like 80 grand or something like that. But it still. A, that's a shit ton of money. Fuck yeah. Invite yeah. me to. I'll oh, spend, I'd go. I'll spend the night at any house for. for <laughs> I'll spend the night at any house for $1,000. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I'll come to your house, spend the night, uh, $1,000. David, I'll spend the night at your house tonight for $1,000. The check's in the mail. That, <laughs> that, that one lady couldn't handle it. No, she wanted <laughs> out of there. Yeah, I was like, come on, lady, it's not that bad. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that's the thing that, like, we were talking about uh, before, like, the kind of comparison to Ready or Not. It's kind of a game, mm-hmm. right? So, he's invited everybody, like, oh, we're going to have this game. And it's going to be fun. This is a really shitty party, though. Like, there's no snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are the hors d'oeuvres? Like, <laughs> there's somebody no, ordered like, pizza. There's no balloons. Yeah. Were they even drinking? No well, one guy was. Yeah, yeah, they had alcohol. They had alcohol. There was an old lady who was like, always wanting a drink. She's like, make me a drink. Yeah, I'll have And nobody ever made her a drink. Bunch oh. <laughs> assholes. No music? You're right. Yeah. It was a, it was it was a pretty really, lame party. It was. Like, they didn't have any, like, cold cuts and cheese. <laughs> like, set out. Yeah. <laughs> Pickles, olives, something, dips. you know? Yeah, dips and chips. Nothing. Jello shots. Nothing. Yeah, it was it was fucking lame. I would have taken like some fucking buttermints and some <laughs> Jordan almonds. <laughs> Anything like if I was those people, I'd be like, let's get a bowl and pour some fiddle faddle for Christ's sake. Come on, <laughs> yeah, fiddle something. Come on, it was some peanut brittle. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> it was I the olden know, days. I know, <laughs> I know the places. Yeah, but they open it up, the snakes come out. They're like, oh, oh you got yeah, us, big you prankster. <laughs> Like Vincent Price looks like the dude that would at least have like a bowl of like Werther's original. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some, you got a know, mint? some kind of like grandpa candy. I, yeah, it's you know? just like, black like licorice or something. As I was watching this, I'm like, everybody wants to have a drink all the time. They're all getting ready for bed. It's like, hey, motherfucker, we've been here for four hours and you haven't offered us food. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, and you locked all the doors and the windows. Like, we can't get out. Hey, you're like, you know what I didn't do before I came here? <laughs> Eat. Because you said this was a fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> You're a real asshole. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, various like haunted shit happens, but they also we also hear some uh, stories from the guy who uh, owns the house, and they go down to like the cellar, and there's like this trap door <laughs> that's full of acid. Like a pool of acid. <laughs> it's like, eh, we just have this. Here's a yeah, your typical pool of acid. <laughs> and he throws like the carcass of a rat in there just to prove to him like yeah, it's, it's really acid. acid. Turns into a little rat skeleton. Yeah. So uh, the the wife won't come out of her room. She's like, I ain't going to the party, so fuck off. And Vince Price is like, well, you got to go to the party. So there's this back and forth. She's not going to show. And then finally she does show. She dresses in another nice provocative gown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> she shows up. But uh, I don't know. Some other bullshit happens. <laughs> they see like a couple of ghosts. Like, there's actually a halfway decent jump scare. Oh, that old woman. Yeah, yeah. who's like straight out of like a Scooby Doo cartoon with a oh, crooked finger. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the chick. That there's, made me jump, and I've seen this movie. <laughs> there's, the, there's, there's this uh, chick and this dude who become fast friends, and um, they're investigating downstairs in like the wine cellar area or whatever. I guess they used oh, to make yeah, wine yeah. or whatever, wherever the acid pool is. And uh, they're down there, like, investigating some stuff, and she sees, a, uh, like, a woman 
like run across the room. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of glides. Yeah, she doesn't even run. She glides. She's like a yeah, like a she's, human hovercraft. She's kind light of on her creature. feet. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Fred Flintstone, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> she just kind of floats. Yep. Um, they're like something weird's going on. There's there's something, and Vincent Price is like that has nothing. <laughs> um, he gives everybody a gun. He's like, here's your party favor. Here's a fucking gun. Yeah, loaded gun. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. Just pointed at the uh, thing you want to kill. <laughs> pull the trigger. If you don't pull it right, it won't. Can I? I don't know what that fucking line was. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, there's a scream, and uh, this oh the one chick who saw the creepy woman, she's like, I need to get out of here. She's like having a panic attack and everything, right? And then she goes missing for a little while. All of a sudden, there's a scream, and we look and we see there's a woman hanging from the ceiling. I initially thought it was her. Yeah. But it turns out it's Vincent Price's wife. Right. She did. And he's about as broken up as, mm, I don't know, <laughs> like, like me over that, uh, like yeah, me over her thing. dying. Like I, I didn't care. Uh, he didn't care. Hey, and these things happen. Yep. But uh, they lay her body down. There's a doctor there. And the doctor's like, she's dead, Jim. Yep, I checked. She did. <laughs> they start suspecting each other. Yeah. And yeah, they're who like, did who it? killed her? Someone killed her because there's no way she could have gotten up to the yeah, rafter. there's no chair or anything. Yeah, like, there's no note. That? Yep. There's no motive behind her killing herself, except for she was like depressed and she was married to this asshole, Vincent Price, who yeah. was giving away all their money yeah. for, <laughs> for people spending the night in the house. <laughs> Is it around this time we find out like um, that a bunch of the murdered people from the past like they had their heads cut off so that they never found the heads but they found the bodies? Yeah, and then the one girl Nora like finds the head. Yeah. She's like, "You want to see a head? I'll show you a head." She marches everybody upstairs. <laughs> There's no head, dude. Her reaction is so good. I'm gonna insert it uh, right here because I laughed so hard. Okay. I think you're a little upset. Would you care for a sedative? Get out! Get out, all of you! All of you, get out of here! Leave me alone! Just get out of here! Just... Leave me alone! Oh, no! Yeah, she gets all pissed off. Oh, yeah. I think don't her reaction even... is just like. Don't they even lock her away in the room? It's like super over the top. <laughs> like, just the fucking screaming. Leave me alone! And then, like, like something else. I can't even remember. Something else happened. And, like,. She like she's standing there. She screams at it, and then she turns around and runs away. And it was very like cartoonish. Almost. <laughs> she's fucking like I said. She's having a full blown panic attack. It's she like, does not want to be there. No, she's only there well, because she, she wants some money. And she decides she's gonna leave, but they locked the the doors early. Apparently, so she's trapped there yeah. for like, the rest 19, of the night. Nineteen fifty nine. Like whatever was considered scary then must have been like really fucking scary. <laughs> like because yeah. her reaction was like. It's like, it's not that scary, lady. Yeah. Well, David jumped. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but. Uh, at the scary lady. Not the- <laughs> uh, okay. Then, then the dead wife is floating outside of her window. And then she runs down. She's supposed to, because they laid her body in a bed. Mm-hmm. So the dead wife's floating outside this chick's window. She screams. She runs downstairs. The dead wife's hanging from the rafters again. So and was that girl hallucinating or what? No. Like, I mean, how Dude, did she see Okay, do you want me to spoil it for everybody all right now? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Spoiler not, alert. Bitch wasn't dead. Right. She's faking her death. She's in cahoots with the doctor. My son's right. watching this with me and he goes, 
uh, well, my wife first goes, um, she's not really dead. She predicted it, right? She's like, right. <laughs> she faked the, the whole time. And my son goes, he goes, dad, you remember in Goonies when that guy hangs himself at the beginning? I <laughs> you, bet you that's what she did. <laughs> you schmuck. <laughs> I think I'd really be stupid enough to kill myself. <laughs> uh, my son was right. Yeah. That's what she did. She had a harness on and she didn't really hang herself. And a note, and they she, made her, and a note that said, you schmuck. And like, she was in cahoots with the doctor because yeah. that's who she's fucking on yeah. the side. That's her side piece. Boom. They made it look like they made her look like a ghost. Like it kind of yeah. So they like had her on a harness. Yeah. It was like fucking Scooby Doo. Right. It's an episode of Scooby Doo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through and through. And so now Vincent Price, they're going to try to kill him and throw him into the vat of acid because they think. But see, well, they, I, I guess I don't understand what their what their end game was because after he gets thrown, after he dies in their plan, right? Like was shoot she him. just was she? Well, I know. But okay, so they're gonna shoot him, whatever. But then is she gonna come back to life to claim the fortune? And everybody's gonna be like, "Well, wait a second, we saw yeah, you hanging." I think that yeah, they had actually explained that that it was gonna be like because the type of party that it was gonna be explained is like this was like a party prank. Because remember they trick the girl Nora into being the one to actually kill him. Yeah, so because they know she's super jumpy and she's afraid, so right. they're like, and and she thinks that Vincent Price is behind all yeah, of this. They're right. trying to convince her that the entire yeah. time, right? So that happens. She gets shot, or she sh- does shoot Vincent. Yeah, so Price. yeah, they he goes down to the cellar, and, and then yeah, the doctor and the doctor and Vincent Price. Uh, Vincent Price is still alive, and the doctor and him get into like a little bit of a wrestling match. <laughs> Fisticos. Anyway, Fisticos. Vincent Price's wife comes down, and she's like, "I forget the doctor's name," but she's like, "Doctor, are you ready to see me now?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, My temperatures. Hot and my feet are in the stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got some KY over here. Uh, but uh, he's like not answering, and then uh, the vat of acid is there still, and this skeleton rises up out of the vat of acid, and it's like ha ha ha! I am Vincent Price's ghost. <laughs> like it's like clearly being marionetted yeah, across yeah, the, like a puppet, and I was like. Oh, man you could see the wires in this yeah, shit yeah. i was like really disappointed until i found out what ultimately is going to happen yeah but anyway she's like going crazy she's like no 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 well she gets she, she falls into falls the acid, into the acid yeah. and she sinks right down and then all of a sudden vincent price comes from behind a With curtain this huge fucking puppeteer he's yeah got he's, a got a rig. Rig. yeah he's got a whole rig yeah like attached to his waist and it's like and like not only that but the the fucking rope is like it's like you it's visible yeah it's like okay so the thing holding the skeleton is like super yeah. thin wire well she was she was got- scared because they all think this place is haunted yeah anyway so then he like tells everybody he's like hey listen they were all they were both assholes they were trying to kill me which is like well he had no proof of that <laughs> Yeah, like, and nobody he, else at the party like knew, saw any of this. Yeah, and he even says like, "I'm ready for justice to decide uh, what's to become of me." Yeah, and he's didn't he tell them they're all gonna get their money? Yeah, the end. The end. end. What did you think? <laughs> me? Yeah. Uh it was good. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's only an hour and ten minutes long or something. Yeah, it's pretty brisk. It's it's short. It does have a little bit of a slow build. I, I there was a lot of twists. I will give it that. 1959. I mean, you have like, oh, you think it's haunted. And then it's like, I mean, because it's in the title, right? House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> you think it's haunted, but then it's not. 
and then you think that she's dead, but she's not. And then you think that they're going to kill Vincent Price. And then you see his a skeleton. So you're like, oh, it is haunted. And then you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> so it's like all this, all these like um, red herrings. Right. Right. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Like I said, it's a, it's a hour and 15 minute long Scooby-Doo episode. Right. Without uh, Velma, Daphne. No masks. Fred, Shaggy and Scoob. Um, but uh, no, I dug it. I thought it was cool. Like, I don't know. I give it two and a half heads. Two and a half. Yeah. It's good enough. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, we keep mentioning Scooby Doo. It, it like it has those. It's just campy, and it has like those good. Thanks. It, it has like those gags and you know those like just just goofball stuff that like over the years, like over time, is just like funny now. I think at at one point, like you know when it first came out, I think people like thought it was scary. It's not scary. Like it's as scary as a Scooby Doo episode, like we've said. Yeah. So I mean, but it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I and I think it started that whole, you know, campiness and horror, you know, that we still see to this day. Um, whether it tried to do that intentionally, which I don't think it did. Who's the guy who directed a lot of those films? Uh, William Castle. He did. This he did film. this movie. Yeah. yeah. So he was the guy who had like the tingler, and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, yeah right. seat will tingle when you see this. And movie. in this movie, they had right. a skeleton that they would actually move like across over the, the audience yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah. He also did Thirteen Ghosts. I don't know if you yeah. seen the original? Yeah. That's I saw the remake with Matthew Lillard, and they had glasses that you wore in yeah. the theater. Yeah. So you see a lot of influence, I think, in non-horror related things like i mean i'm thinking of like the original batman series you know just like little gags and things that you see in other movies and tv shows i think like this was like probably the first film to do such kooky things like you know just gags and stuff like that so that's what i enjoy about it um i gave it a three it's a classic yeah it's entertaining like it's not scary or anything like that I like um, Vince Price, but I love yeah. I love the dialogue and I love you know just the the classic movie that it is you know but with a nice touch to it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of you're right, a lot of memorable lines and dialogue. Like the banter between Price and his wife is very funny. Like I think there's a part I think she says it where like like why would anyone or who would want to kill me or who would want to hurt me? And he's like, ah, oh, any self respecting man I would imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just clever. It's just really witty, clever writing. Yeah, I just find this movie a lot of fun. So I've seen it a bunch of times, so I might be biased. But I think as far as like early, like, I mean, this is as we're transitioning into color, like late 50s, this is kind of the end of an era yeah. as far as like campy type of horror films. But I, I find the plot interesting. Um, I like the twists and turns. I thought it was funny. It has a couple scares. Like, yeah, it's not scary, but it's it's 1959 scary. Yeah. Um, so I really liked this movie. I actually gave it a three and a half. Oh, so wow. that's a three- overall yeah that seems about good cool yeah uh you paired this up with ready or not now you hadn't seen this movie no Uh, i really wanted to see it alan did you see this movie no i saw this movie in the theater Ah. uh so this was my second time actually watching it it just recently it's on hbo uh so if you have hbo watch this movie or don't depending on what we review it that's how i watched it <laughs> that's how i watched it again it's actually how i picked what i was pairing with it, it was oh. i saw ready or not was on and i just recorded it I went sweet it's on the dvr <laughs> done so uh let's talk about this movie kind of briefly uh this movie starts samara weaving who we've talked about in the past she's been in two other flicks that we've talked about the babysitter and um mayhem mayhem, mayhem. 
Uh, and, and David was a little worried. He's like, well, we've talked about her recently quite a bit. <laughs> and I said, uh, I'm okay with it uh, because she's quickly becoming a new scream queen. Like she's been in these, these films and uh, a lot of horror films recently. Um, and in the future, because I think they're doing that babysitter too. She's the the main the main girl. There's other people in this. Um, uh, Adam Brody from the OC. Yeah, and uh, Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. Yeah. yeah, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. Well, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Well, um, multiplicity. <laughs> uh, four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, she was. I in think that. so. Yeah, she was in that. Uh, she had a really good run, like in like the, in the early, early to mid nineties. Yep. Yeah. Like she had like just a string of films. Yeah, a lot of romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit like that. So the movie opens with these kids kind of running around this mansion, and uh, the one, the one, their brothers. And the older brother hides the younger brother in a closet, and all of a sudden, this dude comes out and he's got like an arrow shot in him, <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, whatever name the kid is, James whatever uh adam brody's character's name i don't know i forget but uh he's like yeah, alex and daniel yeah he's like save me save me he's like Shh, you gotta be quiet and the kid just looks at him and then he's like he's over here yeah and then everybody comes out and they, they shoot him with another arrow and presumably kill him and then his bride or whatever is like crying <laughs> and uh then we cut to 30 years, 30 years later. later yep and uh the boys are now grown the younger brothers getting married to Samara Weaving. Yep. The family lives in this mansion. They are uh, a family that has made their living off of games. Yeah, they're like the Milton Bradley family. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. A lot of cool games that they had up that I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I want to play that game. Wanna, yeah, what so is that game? Like, I want to play that? that. Yeah. Um, and now they own like sports teams and stuff. Yeah, they've extended their empire uh, to other things. By the way, that house that they filmed at, it's in Toronto. Um, it's like... Um, Oh, shit. Is that what that was? I've actually been there. What's it called? I can't remember. It's like a Spanish name. Ah, I don't remember, but I've, I've, if it's the place I'm thinking of, I actually visited it when, yeah, when I was in tourist, Toronto. Yeah, it's a tourist, it's a tourist attraction, but that's where they filmed that at. That oh, cool. house is fucking amazing. And now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it is. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that awesome. house is fucking amazing. And I was like, that's the house that I want. <laughs> if yeah. I could have my Casa Loma. Casa Loma, yeah. Yeah, it's basically a castle. Yeah. Um, that house mixed with the house from Clue, the movie. That would be cool. Like that yeah. house is my favorite house. Um, anyway, so they're back, they're getting married and Samira Weaving doesn't think the family likes her. They think that she thinks that they think she's only in it for the money, which they do, um, because they're so rich, but she actually does love this guy and she never, we find out about her. Like she never really had a family. She went like, from yeah, she was foster in foster home. care. Yeah. And um, she wants a family really bad. Yeah. And she really loves this guy. And so they get married. And then it's later on in the evening. And um, she's about ready to get that duck. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the, boy, uh, the husband now says, look, we have a tradition. We have to play a game. Yep. And she's like, what game? And he's like, I don't know. You have to pick like random. Yeah, it's like a card and yeah, it'll it'll, it'll tell us what game we got to play. Yeah, it might be shoots and ladders, it might be checkers, it might be anything. Yep. So she's like and and there he's like we have to play it. It doesn't matter if you win, you just have to play it. And once you do, then my family knows they can trust you and you'll be part of us. So she's like, of course, anything to get your family. So the dad tells this big spiel about 
how they came upon this box and all this other kind of bullshit. Watch the movie. <laughs> but <laughs> she pulls out a card and she's like, and she laughs to herself and she shows everybody. She's like, it says hide and seek. And they all kind of like look at each other like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, that's the one game that they didn't want yeah. her to pick. Uh, so she goes and hides. They play this like creepy like uh, hide and seek song. Yeah, like on a record old which record. I, which player. I really dig that song. Yeah. Put it in all somewhere right. in this <laughs> thing. <laughs> we'll insert that. Is right. that a real song or do they make that for the movie? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll insert it right here. Who wants to play a game? It's time for hide and seek. Run, run, run. Time to run and hide. Run, 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 and now I'm going to find You scurry off into the darkness, hurry, I'm behind you Don't you speak, hide and seek Tiptoe to the cellar, or crawl under your bed Anywhere you fled, I am going to find you Stay inside the shadows, all you girls and boys Don't you make a noise, or I am going to find you Yeah, creepy song um. So she goes and hides. She doesn't think anything of it. So she like hides in this dumb waiter. Meanwhile, the family all gathers implements of destruction. <laughs> yeah, so getting weapons and stuff. It's yeah. like anything from an axe to a crossbow to a gun, anything. Yeah. Uh, I should mention. Okay, we got some family members. We got an aunt. We got a sister, and her husband and their mm-hmm. kids. Uh, yeah, and their kids. Yep, and his brother. And then the brother and, and his, his wife. wife. Yeah. And then the mom and the dad. Okay. Dude, and the there's br- like a butler. Yeah, the yeah. butler. We'll, t- we'll talk about Dude, him later. the brother's wife. Wow, she was gorgeous. Oh, my God. All right. She All looked right. like Olivia Wilde. I don't know who that is, but she, <laughs> like, she it was, was just gorgeous. It wasn't Olivia, Olivia Wilde, but I had to look her up. Elise Levesque. I, I, oh, I must wow. confess, I had also looked her up. I was like, Ooh, She's <laughs> who is that heavenly creature? Wow. She's only like a year younger than me. Oh, wow. It's like, wow. Like, I was like, meant to be. I look like trash. She looks <laughs> amazing. We're only a year apart. Well, if you looked like she her. She uses a lot of moisturizer and stuff. <laughs> yeah. She exfoliates. Yeah. Meow. Um, anyway, so they all gather, gather their various implements. And, okay, sum up why they're doing this. They think that their great-grandfather made a deal with, like, the devil, basically. And if the hide-and-seek card comes up, they have to hunt and kill that person by dawn. Yeah. And if they don't, they will die. They'll all die, like the whole family. The whole family will die. So they need to hunt her down. And they never really expect it, like, to happen. So anytime someone enters the family, they have to play a game. Yep. And if they draw the hide and seek card, then they're fucked. And my understanding is that this is the first time the card's been drawn since the thirty years of the movie. ago. Yeah, thirty years. Um, and okay. it doesn't hell get, of a run. It doesn't get drawn that often, right? But it's like how many marriages have happened? Only two other <laughs> ones since then, right? This is only the third marriage since then, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is pogo bald. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Um, <laughs> Play guess who? <laughs> um, so they uh, they have to hunt her down and kill her. Well. The the husband, yeah, he finds her, Samara Weaving, and yeah. he's like, "Look, this is what they're gonna fucking try to kill you." 
Um, but before he could tell her, like they kill accidentally, the sister kills <laughs> oh, one dude. of the nannies or yeah. one of the Whoops. maids. And she's these, like, oh shit. These people are like the biggest fuck ups. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I kind of liked it though. Cause I like this it too. They're not it's professionals. Not, like, no, it's not critical. Like, yeah, these yeah. aren't, these aren't, they're not uh, natural killers. No, yeah. What it, was, doing. it was, they're all out funny. of their element. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was so funny because, like, you know, you're almost kind of thinking, like, oh, like it's going to be serious. Yeah. But then, like, the one guy looks like fucking Othello from Beetlejuice. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's like, <laughs> fucking Otho. he's like, oh, Otho. oh, what what are you giving me here? Like, what yeah. is this? And, and it's like fucking on, crossbow. Later on, he's Googling how to use a crossbow. He's watching a video. <laughs> he's watching a video, like, how to use your crossbow. <laughs> All right. I'm up to speed. All right. So there, she finds out from her husband that they're hunting her. He's like, let's just get the fuck out of here. We need to go. They're insane. And they're going to try to kill you. Mm-hmm. So he leads her around. He destroys various things to make it easier for her. There's a couple more deaths that happen accidentally. Like Alan said, they're all fuck ups. So they accidentally kill like all the maids. Oh, the dude's wife like is the sister of the brothers. And she's like just doing coke throughout the movie. Yeah. She's the one, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. The one who's always misfiring. Yeah. Um, but Samara Weaving uh, does escape out of the house. She goes to this barn where all the sacrificial goats are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she falls into a pit of them. Not before uh, one of the kids shoots her in the hand and blows oh, a yeah. hole right through her hand. Yeah. And when she gets out of the pit, she has to like use the hole in her hand like On over the nail, nail to like oh. pull herself up. Oh, oh that's brutal. Oh, awful. Um, that was pretty brutal. She gets out. She gets chased by the butler. The butler uh, captures her, and brings her back, but she fucking kills him. Yeah. Uh, Dude, she uses like an OnStar thing in the car to like yeah. call for help. Yep. And yeah, and the guy like uh, turns that, the car off. That conversation's hilarious. He's like, "The car's been reported stolen," and she's like, "Fuck you, fuck you." And he's like, "Is there anything else I can help you with?" And yeah. she's like, "Fuck you." He's like, um, Please don't talk to me that way. I hated that guy. Ultimately, I loved it, dude. It's a guy in a call center. I know, but the fucking just like <laughs> his quality assurance won't let him fight back. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I fucking hate these guys. They they do end up getting her. They tie her down. They're about ready to kill her. She breaks free. She breaks free a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> I forget which came first and um, what order they went. She starts, you know, like fighting back. The husband comes in. She actually beats the mom's face in. Yeah, with the box with that the, the box, card popped yeah. out of. That was pretty brutal. Oh, the husband betrays her. The husband oh, comes in and he does betray her. Um, the brother actually is the one who was the good brother. The older brother, yeah. He, he, he was a drunk too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that probably helped. <laughs> but he uh, he tries to save her. He dies. Yeah, he gives her a head start like earlier in the film. He's yep. like, I'll give you a 10 count. Uh, but yes, you're right. The husband does betray her because he's like, I got to save my family. And uh, so they're about ready to, sacrifice, to kill her. And then the son comes out. <laughs> yeah. And... Everybody's like, oh, oh, God, no. And then nothing happens. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And Wilhelm's like, I fucking knew it. I knew this is all bullshit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then and then they're like, well, what do we do now? You know, like, it's, what are we going to do with her? Yeah. And. Uh, just kill her anyway. <laughs> yeah. They were going to kill her anyway. And then one by one, they all explode. <laughs> Dude, the first time, like, one of them exploded, I was like, oh, shit, it's yep. real. And then uh, the house catches on fire. Um Everybody's dead. She walks out. <laughs> she has a cigarette. And that's the end. And this is a pretty good like end line. Yeah. Like, isn't the cops say, like, hey, uh, what happened? Or like, fucking in laws. Fucking in laws. <laughs> yeah. All right. So 
there's a lot of uh, other stuff that happens in this movie. There's a lot of funny stuff. This is a comedy first and foremost. Um, it I compare it to like Clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I can see that. It's a comedy, but it has like that kind of Clue vibe to it. But it also is like a murder, not a mystery to a bigger degree. But it's like they're hunting, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Her. Um, so it's, there's no mystery to solve here. It's like a bunch of Satan worshippers yeah, trying to hunt somebody. Kind of a chase dumb. movie. Yeah. But it's in that same genre, I would put it in. Um, but like I said, it's a comedy. Um, so I would like to hear your guys' thoughts because I've seen the movie before. So, uh, David, why don't you go ahead and give us... Uh... Yeah, um, I really, really liked this movie. I thought it was a blast uh, from start to finish. Uh, I thought it had a ton of humor. And there was like so many one-liners and like insults and everyone's kind of a dick. Um, but still likable. Yeah. Um, I know I, I mentioned this in, I think when we talked about the babysitter, but maybe mayhem, but I feel like Samara weaving steals like every scene that she's in in every movie I've seen, like so far, like I I've liked everything that I've seen her in. So I hope like she's kind of on that trajectory to be, you know, a, a horror type icon for years to come. Cause I think she's got it in her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found the movie just a, a lot of fun, tons of action. Uh, there were some twists and turns along the way. Great humor. Not super gory, but the gore that was there was effective. I liked the the twist on the twist with the ending of like, oh, it's all bullshit. Oh, wait, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, I, I liked the music. I, I think it was shot well. Um, there's like a scene where like there's like a FaceTime car crash part that I thought was pretty cool the way that was played out. Yeah. So overall, I just found it super enjoyable. I would absolutely watch this movie again. I didn't get a chance to see it with my wife, but I told her afterwards, "Is like I'm going to make you watch this movie like within the next week or so." Mm-hmm. Um, I give it a four. Yeah. Was there anything wrong with it? Not necessarily. I mean, it's just not a five. Like it, it's not like the dialogue isn't perfect. Like I was, there wasn't tons of suspense. I was there. There was never any moment where I was scared. Uh, so I mean, those would be my minor criticisms. But overall, I, I think it's a. A really good movie. I would highly recommend people check it out. She has a really good presence to her. Like the roles that I've seen her in and the movies we've covered, she just has, I don't know, something about her. Like I, I can't compare her to any other actresses because I don't know, like there's something unique about her. And I like the roles that she plays. Like she just plays them with like, I don't know if it's an enthusiasm. I don't know what the right word Her is. Her characters always have kind of a snarkiness about them. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I would imagine she's probably like that it's in real like, life. It just seems like it comes very naturally. It just seems like, yeah, it seems familiar. Like, you know, like it reminds us maybe of a person we know. I don't know. It's, it's just something familiar and it's something like just entertaining at the same time. I liked it as well. Um, I gave it a three and a half. It's, it's very entertaining. And I, and I like the characters and, you know, I was really rooting for her. Um, and, you know, the characters, like, you just ha- you hated them, but they're also funny. So it was like, you know, I, I don't hate you that much. So, but I, <laughs> dude, real quick, I also liked that the kids died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, like, I know it was off camera, but you hear, like, you distinctly well, hear like, two pops. Or, yeah. Like, it was the kids and the mom, I think. Yeah, you hear pop, three pop, pops. Pop. And when it happens, were you, uh, were you surprised? Even, her reaction was when she goes, <laughs> like, she's kind yeah, of yeah. Were you surprised that they died? Oh, yeah. I was not. That everybody died at the end? I was not surprised. See, I thought it was all going to be BS, and like that was going to be the twist. I was not surprised because... F- 
Well, the kids had to die. Those are the rules. Right. No, it's the rules. <laughs> but I wasn't surprised that they died because... Well, what about everybody else? Were you surprised that, that it was real? That it was actually a pact with Satan that they would all die? I knew it was a pact with Satan. Yeah. 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 And I know that I knew they had that, like, at the end, they had the fake out. And I was like, no, like, something's going to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was on, and I was right. It was on that level. Um, <laughs> Dude, hold on. I'm sorry. I just keep thinking of parts I liked. No, and then go at on. the end, right as like the place is kind of burning down, she looks over and she sees the ghost of the LaBelle or whatever his name yeah. is. And she just goes, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was her reaction. Yeah. yeah no, it, it's, it's cool how like the movie plays a trick on you. you like, you know, you think it's, one kind of movie and then it's like oh like that was cool and you know um but i wasn't surprised that the kids died because their family as a whole like like those were the villains and you had some like some of the villains were like comic relief and some of the other villains were like kind of serious like the aunt was really serious like she had a funny yeah, she moment. was creepy yeah so you just kind of had a what made this movie work was you just had a variety of characters on different levels um different appearances and uh, it, it kept it entertaining. And it wasn't just Samara Weaving in her lead role, which was good. It was all the characters, even and, and even the, like the maids. And the aunt was the bride from the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was her husband yeah. who got killed. Yeah. So I like how they, you know, they reference some things and then they go back to it. And it's like, oh, like that was her and that was him, you know, so. Um, so why only a three and a half? Because uh, there was just too much convenience for me. It had that Hollywood touch. Like, it was very stylized. And I mean, you know, what I mean by that is she drives off in the car. And then you have that Hollywood moment where, like, the guy is sitting out, like, right there at the window. And it's like, wow. Like, how did he get there so quick? The was very fast. The butler, you know? Good cardio. So it was just like, and then, like, her, her she gets shot in the hand. Mm -hmm. And then the nail scene. And then, like, she's fighting off this dude, and then she's, you know, she's using her hands, and it's like, come See, on. I kind of took that as, like, she kind of came from the school of hard knocks, like, growing up in foster care. I just thought, I kind of wrote that off as she had a natural toughness to her. And you get shot in the hand, you still use it? <laughs> like, tough, yeah. toughness is one thing, but it's like, you know, if, if you're shot anywhere on your body, I find it hard to believe that you can use that part of your body. Like, you are wounded. Like that's like fucking gunshot through your hand. Yeah, yeah, you it, know? Can't, it can't feel good. So you know, adrenaline though. So that was my it's also a movie. I know, <laughs> I know. But that it's little things like that that take me out of it sometimes. I, see, I agree. Yeah, it makes like sense. with a movie in 2019, come yeah. on, like think about things. Like this isn't fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Stallone back in the 80s doing like superhuman stuff anymore. You know. Mm -hmm. So that that was my only gripe. Um. Yeah, three and a half. It's very entertaining, uh, and the characters really bring it together. It's a great story, and uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah, so um, like I said, I saw this movie in the theater. I love this movie. I think this movie is uh, one of the smarter movies that I've seen in a long time, and the humor is really good. It's dark humor. Like, it's not... But it's fucking funny. Like, I was laughing yeah. my ass off. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not a try-hard no film. No, it's very um, well executed as yeah. far as the humor goes, and it's even paced with like action and humor. And um, there's there's some social commentary too that we didn't really get into, but there's like some of that too. Yeah. and yeah. Um, things of that nature. But um, 
I, I'm going to agree with both of you on, on the things that you had said, but one thing that Alan said, I want to touch back on that. Why I wouldn't rate it higher. I'm going to rate it a four also. Um, I almost went to four and a half, but there are certain things like when the Butler, like she knocks him out, she gets in the car and all of a sudden he's in the back seat. Like that didn't make any sense to me. I think there was a better way that maybe they could have like done there that. There was just some cartoony stuff, I think. Yeah, you know? and 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 some stuff that yes, I can suspend disbelief mm-hmm. on her getting shot in the hand. I can suspend disbelief on that, but it's like the guy being over there and all of a sudden over here, like he's a teleporter. Like <laughs> like that doesn't make yeah. it. Like we could have if they would have just explained it or or worked around it, we could have still gotten the same. Res- yeah, and like <laughs> and I get there's no, and yeah. I get it. Like yeah, she she grew up a hard life and all this other stuff. But yeah. But I mean, I like, I guess like I'm, you know, people get shot in movies all the time and I'm like, there's no way they'd be yeah. able to do anything. <laughs> and they, you know, and you like, know it's, it's funny. They even reference it to like one of the characters like, what the hell? Like she's a twig. Like, yeah. you know, dude, this should Man, have a movie where like everybody. the hero gets shot and just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's happened in a movie. Really? That'd be like, awesome. Yeah. Some kind of movie. Um, yeah, it's been some kind of movie like where he's like, he shot me. And they're like, you're supposed to be <laughs> really, all badass. Really yeah. But, um, and the other thing that you said about um, Samara Weaving is like, she's just very natural yeah. in her performances, and especially in these three movies that we've seen her in. And I think she's just so good. And I, I was watching this movie again, and I recall when we met her, yeah. like not knowing who she was, um, when we met her, and I remember like her just like looking at us, like because we were talking to... Um, yeah, Steve Ewan. Steve Ewan. And she was just kind of like, you had presented the Negan bat and she was just kind of like looking at it. And then she looked at us and she's just like, huh? Fucking weird ass Americans. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think in a previous podcast, I said that Hugo weaving was her dad. It's her uncle. Oh, her oh, uncle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just wanted to correct that. Uh, but uh, anyway, I thought she was great. I thought all the characters we had talk, we talked about this in podcasts before. It's like, you want to know something about all the characters so you care about them mm-hmm. or don't care about them. I thought we got information about all those main characters. Yeah. And uh, I really liked the brother-in-law. I thought his role was, I thought... <laughs> Otho? The Otho guy? Yeah, Otho. I thought yeah, he was really funny. I thought he stole like all the scenes that he was yeah. in. Yeah. And like especially like when his friend like text messaged him, he's like, sup, dog? <laughs> yeah. Chilling. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what you up to? He's like, family shit. Yeah. <laughs> family shit. And then like when he's Googling how to use a crossbow. Yeah. And and then like at the end, he's like, uh, says to the sister-in-law, he's like, uh, so how long before we just cut ties and get the fuck out of here? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. She just like ignores him and he's like, okay. <laughs> no, he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. You. He's always talking shit. I thought the sister uh, was really cute and like her character was just like, you know, coked out. But, yeah. And she always just wanted to try to please everybody. <laughs> but, you know, she was always a fuck up. So anyway, long story short, I really dug the film. I highly recommend it. Like it's one of my favorite films to come out this last year. Yeah, me too. And it it's just so much fun. Um. So yeah, four for me. So that brings it's a three point eight three, three point eight three. I almost hit a four and a half just to bump it up to a four. <laughs> but I was like, I, I was gonna rate it at a four uh, from the beginning. So, um, but uh, if you have any thoughts on uh, this movie or House on Haunted Hill or uh, Haunting of Hill House or <laughs> the Hills Have Eyes or the Hills Have Hauntings, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything. Uh, you can contact. Wax, wax work. <laughs> Uh, you can contact us. How can they contact uh, you us? You can there? find us on social media. We are on Instagram as the Swearwolves Podcast. We're on Twitter, the Slasher app, and Facebook as the Swearwolves. We also have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. We talked about how it was my birthday. Um, you know who else's birthday is on June 14th? Oh, God. Fuck Trump. <laughs> I knew you were going to go that way. Dan, I'm gonna take a piss. The older I get, the less I care about my birthday. Oh, pizza. Pause. It's gonna be like, oh no. You almost ready, Alan? Sorry. Oh wait, hold on. Let him finish chewing. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Corn nuts are neither corn nor nuts. This <laughs> they are. They're, they are corn, though, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. It's not spelled R-O-A-D. It's spelled R-H-O-D. Yeah, I didn't write the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all verklempt. I'm a little verklempt. <laughs> Talk amongst yourself. Talk Mike Myers is a dick.